What is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to The Mitch Davis Show. Sunday, December 27th. I'm Mitch Davis, your host. You can follow me on Twitter at MitchDavis underscore 8. Also on the Facebook and Instagram page by simply typing in The Mitch Davis Show. And also I'm the founder of TheMitchDavisShow.com. It is finally AutoZone Liberty Bowl Week in the Memphis 901 City, baby. It is awesome. There is football in the air. One last game at the Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. The matchup is between the West Virginia Mountaineers and the Army Black Knights. Today we had a media availability with the West Virginia coaching staff. On this one, on this podcast, uh, we talked to Jared Parker, who is the offensive coordinator for the Mountaineers. He talked about the culture of West Virginia football, talked about the bowl game, the bowl matchup with Army, talked a lot of great things about his offense and about this West Virginia program. I know you'll enjoy it. And as far as bowl coverage goes, the MitchDavisShow.com and the Mitch Davis Show Facebook, Instagram pages, and Twitter, MitchDavis underscore eight, will be your one-stop shop for local Memphis coverage of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl as we welcome our guests and our friends from Morgantown, West Virginia, and from West Point, New York, and the Army Black Knights for the matchup in the 62nd annual AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I'm your founder and host, Mitch Davis. We've got podcasts lined up for you all week long. As we count down the days and the seconds until the 62nd annual AutoZone Liberty Bowl that will be played at the Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium here in Memphis, Tennessee. The Mitch Davis Show will have you covered all week long with an extensive look at the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Greg Hunter, go ahead. So, Jared, bowl games always present an extended period of time prior to your last game or after your last game. So just keeping rhythm and consistency this one's not quite as distant as your last game as others but how hard is that yeah i think it's uh proved to be a challenge not only for us but for a lot of people you know it's been an up and down year as far as uh being able to keep games on schedule and we did such a good job through those first eight and then things kind of got a little wild for us so i think uh, coach brown said this this is our our second game in six weeks maybe six or seven weeks when we play this thursday so um, like anything, you know, we, you have to continue to find ways to motivate staff and players and keep us all going to stay hungry to, to line up and play a, a great opponent in a, in a really great bowl with a lot of storied traditions. So all of it is finding ways to motivate everybody in the building to go out and put a, our good product on the on the field and finish this thing the way we all want to finish it. John Antonick, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Coach, uh, I know that they've got some some um, preparation issues with their offense. I was curious if they're going to borrow some of your offensive players to, to give them the looks that they need to simulate what they're going to see off, off, you know, defensively. Sure, anytime. You know, of course, those guys, um, I'll let the defensive guys talk about all they've got to go through. Um, but it is, it's, it, you're trying to use everything, every valuable resource you can to put them in the best position to prepare on their side for a very um, different opponent um, offensively because of all they do that's much different than most opponents you play. Um, so it's kind of all hands on deck and you're, and you're really divided to try to let them prepare because most times 
you're able to practice against each other, prepare fast looks and those things still within a week-by-week deal. And then this week's a little bit unique because our our offense clearly does not do do anything to help yeah. them. Um, so it's a kind of a divided deal where you got to divide it out into halves and let them have the resources they need to give them the best looks. Curious, um, I don't know who runs the scout team, but do you have to teach some basic fundamentals for the option that you wouldn't teach the way you normally run offense? Do you have to coach that up a little bit? Yeah, of course. I think, you know, anytime you're, again, you're going against something that you're not used to facing, there's a there's a teach element to your scout looks to prepare, especially on their side. Um, for ours, you know, it's it's not as much, but still there's a different skill set that has to be taught before you can actually try to help do it and function in that in that realm. Mitch Davis, go ahead. Sorry, I thought I was on me to coach. Uh, just talk about the bowl week preparation and playing in the Liberty Bowl and what it means to uh, the program. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we anytime you get a chance to play an extra football game, it's a tremendous tribute to our whole organization, our players, and especially in a year that's been a huge sacrifice by everybody, our fans, administration, our players, staff, you name it. And I think it's probably not been said enough publicly of the sacrifice that everybody behind the scenes, on the front lines of this all, um, out in our country, world, everybody, but even in our building of the people you don't hear enough about. So it's been a huge sacrifice. And to get a reward like this that feels a little different than most years, um, I don't think anybody would not say that. It's a little different experience in being here and not being on bowl site. But still, our guys have embraced it, and, and our staff has too. And, you know, I think it's a reward. And you have to treat it as such, knowing that the ultimate reward is certainly putting out a product that everybody would be proud of and we can finish this thing the right way. So um, it's a good good way to prep it, treat it as a reward, but also know we're still playing a game of football and we want to put something out there everybody's proud of. Cody Nesper, go ahead. Hey, Jared. Uh, like you were talking about, uh, because Army's an option team, their offense gets a lot of the uh, the uh, attention. But what what have you seen from their defense so far? Yeah, Cody, it's um, it's a good point because listen, they're one of the top defenses in the country. I think they're giving up point, fourteen points a game. Um, they play a unique style, a front that slants, gains penetration. They play hard. They run to the football. They do everything that a great defense would do. You know, they rally to the football, their gap sound, they know exactly what they want to get done, they're good in short yardage, um, and again, they play hard and run to the football. So it's it's a, a very good challenge for us. Our guys are excited for it. Um, it it's, going to be, it's going to be really fun for us to kind of see where how we've grown to throughout the year and answer this challenge on the road, and it's something we really want to make sure we finish so we don't have to uh, really maybe talk as much about being on the road and some issues we've had. So we really feel strongly about going on the road, enjoying the process, but getting over there, going to Memphis, and, and putting out something we'll all be proud of. Kevin Kinder. I know that over the past few years, the idea of playing as fast as you can on every snap kind of got tempered back some by a lot of people because it put the defense under too much pressure. So with that in mind, and the way that Army can possess the ball and shorten the game, does that play into what you're going to call, what you're thinking about calling in this game? Yeah, I think you have to You have to factor it in week by week. I think Coach Brown does a great job of that and, and just preparing us for, you know, what it's going to take to keep ourselves ready to win a fourth quarter game uh, week by week. This week, no different, but certainly, you know, you got to start taking into account how many possessions you will get on offense. And 
um, and preparing your guys for what that's going to feel like on the sideline. This is just as much of a mental prep game as it is physically um, because you are – Kevin in, involved in a game where at times you'll feel like you're sitting over there for a while. You know, I, I equate it to the guys I was talking to the wideouts. You know, it's almost like when you get a chance to maybe sub out in basketball and you sit over there for four minutes and go back in and the ball comes to you and you got to shoot a three to make it. You know, you, you there's no nobody says, well, he just came off the bench. He wasn't warm. You know, nobody cares. So we've got to make sure we're prepared. Uh, we keep in the we stay at a high high mental capacity to be able to handle kind of the lulls of long breaks and then come out and take advantage of possessions because there will be fewer. That's just the way it's structured. Mike Casaza. Ah, kind of got me there. Um, going on their defense a little bit, Jared, they, uh, they have a couple of defensive touchdowns this year and have, have done a good job on returns as well. Um, Sometimes in game planning, is that often overlooked for offenses about what the defense can do if they get the ball and all of a sudden you have yourself in a, a quick change where your receivers and running backs all of a sudden become like safeties and linebackers and have to make a tackle? Yeah, I think they have three on the year, um, which is huge. And eight, what, 18, maybe 18 takeaways, three returns for touchdowns on the year. Um, not something I think that you you put a whole lot to in, in teaching besides if something like that were to happen, knock on wood, hope it doesn't. But if it does, we have to run to the football the same way they do. You know, that's really the biggest thing. You have to run to the football and get the ball back down and make them take more snaps. I hope that's all we have to discuss that, honestly. <laughs> John Antonic. Curious, um, looking at the Cincinnati game, I'm sure you studied that tape. Uh, the Bearcats had a tough time running the ball. Um, and uh, had to throw the ball. What did you see from Army, what they did to, to slow them down? Again, I'm sure Cincinnati's probably feeling their way through, trying to figure out who they are. But what did you see in that game that Army did well? Yeah, you, you keep an eye on watch all their games because we had time to do so, even with a shortened kind of alert of changing opponent. But, you know, they've done a good job against the run. Against everybody would be the first thing. They did do a good job against Cincinnati. Um you know, I think with anything, you see a developing story with everything they do. So, John, what they do a really good job of is they penetrate really well, like I was saying to it, and that's not to dodge it. It's just they penetrate gaps really well. They they have high numbers, meaning the numbers are usually more in the box than what they are. So you've got a numbers issue, and they create angles. You know, I think if, if anything, you go back to kind of your, your first days and talking about running the football, it's, it's numbers, angles, and motivation. You know, so if they've got numbers on you, that makes it hard. And we've got to fix that with how we design our runs and or RPOs off those. And then angles, we've got to stop angles. And sometimes they slant and move and those things. you got to be able to help try to stop them from getting to certain spots they want to get to. And then the motivation piece is, is huge. Our mentality and lining up is going to be crucial. Mitch Davis, go ahead. Coach, uh, you talked about the bowl game being a reward, especially during this season. Can you kind of go into detail about that and how you guys, uh, the mood in the locker room is right now? Yeah, I think our guys are in a good place, you know, and it's it's obviously that's a it's a fight every day to keep great culture, and Coach Brown reminds us that all the time. It is a fight every day to keep that. And why? It's not because we, we have great kids. Our guys should be commended for what they've done, how they fought to sustain this and have a season and play the game they love and us get to coach the game we love. Um, so how do, you, how do you do that? You have to fight for culture every single day. 
And how have we done that? You have to fight more. You know, you have to keep morale up. You know, Coach Brown is – we've let these guys unwrap gifts, you know, and, and let these guys see what it was like to share something together on December 23rd. They went snow tubing. And, and as they get older, you know how it is. Like you tell your kids, my kids at home, you tell them that we're going to go snow t- uh, tubing, Mitch, you know, they're going to be elated. Well, as we get older, unfortunately, and our guys get cool, they start to think about, well, I'd rather just go home. I want to do this, I want to do that. Well, as soon as they all showed up, you know, they, they fell in love with it and really enjoyed themselves. So it's like anything, I think whatever culture you have, if it's beat up and, and, and reminded of every single day, you come out on the other side of it and guys don't think it's just a cliche to go do a fun exercise or to speak trust the climb or to say, break it on, sing the song. Things that we use in our vocabulary that's used in our building every day is as good as the people and the belief within it, or it's just a saying that falls to the wayside and it's another failing business cry that every business model and restaurants fill out every day. And I think that for us, from Coach Brown down, um, all, the, all of our coordinators and our assistants, you take the message, you preach it, and you have conviction – our guys buy in, they preach it throughout the locker room when we're not around, and then you get this model that hopefully builds this thing we all call and label culture that takes over and you get a winning program. So we're just trying to do what you would do any other time, which is take that message from head coach down, preach it, get our guys to buy into it, and, and then you get a good result. And so that's happened this season. It's what's going to have to happen this bowl season. It's what's going to have to happen in the off season when they come back and so on and so forth. So sorry to be winded, but I'm pretty passionate about the fact that it is a every day, every minute type deal. And if, if not, it starts to fail. And then before you know it, you've got the temperature change from 80 degrees to 79. Well, nobody noticed that, but when it gets 60, somebody does. So we better remind everybody every day. You have been listening to the media availability with the West Virginia coaching staff on the Mitch Davis show. This one was with Parker, Jared Parker, the offensive coordinator for the West Virginia Mountaineers. Tell you what, this guy is a fiery football coach and he's a football guy. And I know you enjoyed this media availability as he joined the media to preview the upcoming matchup with the Army Black Knights. You have been listening to The Mitch Davis Show. Be sure to head on over to the website, themitchdavisshow.com, Facebook and Instagram by typing in The Mitch Davis Show, and also on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore 8. I'm your host, your founder, your friend, Mitch Davis. And until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and I look forward to bringing you an in-depth look into the 62nd Annual AutoZone Liberty Bowl game.